and welcome to Just My Type. My name is Emily. And I'm Jess. And you are listening to Just My Type, the podcast where we cover anything related to typography. And nothing else. And nothing else. <laughs> um, yeah, so we cover a typeface each week and we talk about that typeface and we talk about the history and the usage and all the fun things about it. We basically learn to love type that we may not have loved before. Exactly. It's pretty fun pretty fun all right so have we got a typeface for you all today yes we've been very mia and we apologize yes. so we're like let's just come back with this really cool well-known typeface exactly come back with the bane <laughs> is what we like to say <laughs> um yeah so it is a typeface you all know it's so famous that it had a documentary mm-hmm. um after it and it's, it's its name means swiss in latin fun fact Ooh, yeah so it's a it's a wild typeface and we're here to cover it can we get a drum roll please helvetica, helvetica. yes we said it the h word <laughs> yes the h word we promised we wouldn't say it, but alas, here we are. <laughs> um, no, Helvetica is, it's a, it's an interesting font. Interesting it's got a lot face. more history than I like, I don't know, was expecting. I mean, yeah. I was expecting it, but I just like the wide range of history. I was like, whoa. Yeah, for Fun sure. Facts. And it's like, everybody knows it mm-hmm. super well. I think like ever since that documentary, mm-hmm. um, that everyone's like, Okay, Helvetica is everywhere. Yes. But is it really? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. We will cover it a little bit today. But first, we're going to get into some history. All right. So some basic history about Helvetica. I'll go fast. There's not too much like crazy things that happen. Just a um, few notable. Yeah. So Helvetica was developed in 1957 by Swiss type designer Max Meeringer with input from Edward Hoffman. So both of them designed this type and the goal was to develop a neutral typeface that had great clarity and mimics universe. So it was like they wanted the, um, the yeah, the sort of clarity and simplicity of universe, but was a little bit obviously different from it uh and this really harkens back to like the swiss type design because like swiss love clean and clear and not super like crazy fun Mm -hmm. but they're like this typeface will serve many purposes and not only that they also named it it means um, Swiss and Latins just so they could market it more internationally too, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, the typeface was originally called new Haas grotesque. Just a mouthful. Yes. <laughs> like N E U E space H A A S space grotesque. Um, but they were like, it's not super easy to say or spell or <laughs> really roll off the tongue. Yeah. So they're like, let's name it something else. And that's where they decided to name it Helvetica. Um, so the main influence of Helvetica was, is accidents grotesque, 
mm-hmm. which is um, a typeface that we covered a couple weeks ago. That was from Berthold. And Hoffman's scrapbook has like a bunch of proofs of the design that shows careful comparison of the test test proofs with snippets of accidents to test. So it's really like he did reference accidents to test, but he mainly like they just looked at like accidents to test and universe and like all these other typefaces and was like, what don't we like? <laughs> and we're going to try to make a typeface that's better than that, that has those things that they don't like. Um, so it's R, Helvetica's R with the curved tail resembles Shelter Grotesque, which is another turn of the century sans serif sold by Haas. Um, and then um, the weight of the stems of the capital and the lowercase is better balanced than in, in, in its influences. So they definitely fits the weight of the stems of the capitals in Helvetica versus what they were like looking at before. Um, so uh, Helvetica like pretty much instantly became popular. People were like, this font, love it. Let's use it. <laughs> For sure. So it's started off as a metal composition and um, it was using a standard typesetting. <laughs> sneeze, 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 sneeze. No, I can't sneeze. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> okay, sorry. I thought I had to sneeze. Oh, we love a good sneeze <laughs> in a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was a metal type and it used the standard typesetting method at the time for body text. Um, so it's lot loved for body text. And then um, later on in like the 70s and 80s, um, Xerox, Adobe, and Apple decided to um, get the license for Helvetica from Linotype. And they began using it in digital printing and in the digital age. Fancy. Fancy. So um, this led to a version being included on Mac computers. And a um, it was kind of like Arial was the one used on Windows computers. Mm. So it was like Mac versus Windows, <gasps> but font. <laughs> so the Macs used Helvetica and Windows used Arial. And it's crazy. The battle. The battle. Um, so right now, the rights to Helvetica are held by Monotype, which acquired Linotype. So Monotype, they've got quite, quite the amount of... Uh, of fonts on up in there, <laughs> but there's a bunch of weights and a bunch of mm-hmm. different aspects of Helvetica, which makes it like super popular and, and useful, super useful and worthy of a documentary. <laughs> so true. So true. But yeah, that's a little bit of its history. Also too, I found a little history about Helvetica new, which was mm. created in 1983 by D. Stemple AG. And that's new as in N-E-U. N-E-U-E, yep. And it's a new version of Helvetica. Um, Creative Pro describes it as a, quote, reworking of the 1957 design in order to unify structure, weights, and widths. So it has better legibility. The character widths were extended, crossbars, the lowercase T and F, and arm 
of the lowercase r were widened, curvatures were made softer on rounded characters like the lowercase o and e, punctuation was made bolder, and now all the weights um, look this like they have the same x heights optically. Um, and there's more versions, etc. So they basically were just kind of um, revamping the original Helvetica. Yeah. And so, so cool. now in 2019, they came out with Helvetica Now, which is crazy. <laughs> Mind blown. Mind blowing. <laughs> what a topical time to talk about Helvetica. But yeah. Earlier this year, they came out with Helvetica Now, not Helvetica New. Interesting. It's now. Do they spell so, now differently? Or no, they just spell now. <laughs> yeah. N O E U I X W. No. So. Helvetica now was created to make the typeface more legible and suited to digital uses, including on tiny screens Mm. where Helvetica would have otherwise been difficult to read. Tiny screens like, like phones, (gasps) like Tamagotchis. (laughs) I'm picturing a tiny screen. Yes. (laughs) They created it just for Tamagotchis. Oh, makes sense. Um, so, An article from the Boston Globe talking about the typeface says that Helvetica now retains its predecessor's fundamental personality. The signature teardrop loop of the lowercase a is still there. Hmm. Thank the Lord. (laughs) As are the clean, abrupt, horizontal terminals on the ampersand. But there are some new flourishes. The at symbol, which is working much harder these days than it was when the font was last revisited in 1983 with Helvetica New, um, has been completely redone. And there's an alternate uppercase R with a straightened leg. So some wild, wild changes that are <laughs> yes. really riveting. <laughs> Create such good, good content. So now. Yeah. It's so now. So now. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, some more general facts about Helvetica. Helvetica, Helvetica. Um, it's a sans serif. They're like Helvetica, Emily. Helvetica, <laughs> Helvetica. Helvetica. Um, like Emily said, there's many weights. There's light, light oblique, regular, oblique, bold, and bold oblique. Um, there's also different variations, including compressed, uh, rounded, which is used by Skype, um, narrow, and textbook that's um defining characteristics are has a high x height tight spacing in between letters uh two-story lowercase a and it's a most most widely used typeface and it's also because there's uh, many versions that exist like latin hebrew greek japanese korean hindi vietnamese and more so it definitely makes it very versatile um also it's used a lot by government the government um federal income tax forms they use helvetica fun fact it also is used on the space shuttle i know right (laughs) we don't like taxes what if you got your taxes and it was in like papyrus (laughs) (laughs) or comic sans i would just laugh (laughs) um but it's also used on the space shuttle orbiter orbiter for nasa Ooh, it's you know in space mm-hmm. imagine if you're like your um <laughs> your font got to space yes and you're like i may not have made it to space but my font sure did exactly Whoa. but um the canadian government also uses helvetica it's like a part of its branding identity which is pretty fun 
go canada go canada (laughs) but it's also used on many and this is just going into the used section so we can cover history first unless there's not more that we need to add do you have anything else for history or shall i continue segueing into um its uses keep on going there's a lot of them sweet well, there, it's used on many transportation-related things, such as signage for New York City's Metropolitan uh, Transportation Authority, or the MTA, in 1989. It was used in the Washington Metro, Philadelphia's um, SEPTA, I don't know if that's how they pronounce it, but it stands for Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority, the Madrid Metro, Amtrak uses Helvetica, so, I mean, it's very legible, so it makes sense why it would be used for... Um, transportation related things because you know people are going quick to get to their destination and they're like what stop is it oh thanks helvetica for (laughs) making a really legible sign exactly what they say you know that's just what they're thinking um but this one was really funny too Uh, i guess google played a april fool's joke and every time someone searched helvetica on google comic sans would pop up like no way google's like pranking everyone this is 2011 (laughs) <laughs> they're pranking the good old google the font people are like why they're is it going with comic sans I'm searching Helvetica. oh my god yeah, so that was pretty funny <laughs> um but just a little bit about we know uh we mentioned the helvetica movie um but this is a little bit of controversy slash helvetica movie so um and the helvetica the, movie came out in like 2008 yeah, right um i think it said 2017 no it says documentary film release i maybe my facts are wrong probably we wrong. watched it and we watched it like our freshman year oh really of college. Mm-hmm. Before 2017. so maybe it was released somewhere else <laughs> yeah i think it came out in 2007 or maybe i meant to write 2007 also the quality of it's pretty bad so i can't oh yeah maybe i meant to say 2007 <laughs> emily's confirming my facts here I go. but it's here 80 I go. minutes long here. 2007 okay so i typo on my part um how dare you (laughs) oops um so they wanted it to be around the 50th anniversary of the typeface creation date which is why they made it then it's pretty fun but the controversy so the film goes through the history there's interviews with the designers apparently covers some drama between modernists and postmodernists. i actually haven't watched it i don't think i was in that class but i should watch it It, okay i'm talking about it right now it's like no it's, it's like pretty dry really boring. oh yeah i bet i mean as much as a as a documentary on typefaces can be it's what you expect yeah but i do say like if we're talking quick sidebar about documentaries <laughs> abstract which is the netflix show uh-huh. about design yes. they just recently Love came it. out with season two and season two had a um had an episode on Jonathan Huffler, um, who we covered, who him and Tobias Frere Jones traded Gotham. And he, it kind of like walked through how he like created a typeface for like the Guggenheim and he was creating a typeface for a watch and Mm. like different things like that. But it's super like fast paced, those documentaries. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if we're talking about type, you can't just talk about yeah i mean we're talking about yes type. but we like to throw but in we some jokes we don't personality <laughs> we, <mean>. come on <laughs> listen to our voices <laughs> but yeah it's yeah yeah no i get it i i mean i wouldn't it. recommend it but if you are a type nerd then you don't why not it. maybe just have a like background music or sound or yeah something. honestly yeah while you're designing just get the design it's, juices okay, flowing there's just a lot of like 
like a lot of like emily's defending her, her <laughs> no there's just like a lot of like let's there's say, a lot of camera wait <laughs> let's go back to <laughs> no, that no, no. there's a lot of like camera angles where like it's just it, it's videotaping one street sign that mm-hmm. has helvetica okay. on it it says like delhi and it's in helvetica so we'll film Classic. that and as like cars are going by in front mm-hmm. of the street sign or whatever, and it's the cameras across the street, but it'll stay on that sign for like for a, a little time. too long where you're, you're like, like Who I get the gist of this. <laughs> and it's like, what did Helvetica tell you today? And it will just show like a sign that says, <laughs> keep <laughs> out. That's it. And you're like, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I did it. And you're like, <laughs> we, we get the everywhere. point. <laughs> Move it to the next clip. Yeah, no, I get it. It's okay. I support your um, <laughs> your opinion. Review. Yes. What if I just review <laughs> films on fonts? Yeah, do it, and I'll just talk about other things. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a lot of interviews with that, and apparently a lot of um, extended uh, shots. Um, but. I have a quote, I believe it is from, or no, this is about the film. So, quote, designers, especially David Carson and Paula Shearer, wanted to step out of the bounds of modernist design and use expressive typography to create emotion and reaction in contrast to the modernist use of uniform simplicity to evoke emotion. To postmodernist designers, Helvetica is a bland, overused font that has simply become a default in a sense. The use of multiple typefaces, the Conglomeration, big word, of type in different manners and grudge typography became popular and acted as a break from the uniformity seen within modernism. For those who lived and breathed Helvetica and modernism, this new style was atrocious. So they felt very against um, Helvetica because they're like, this is too boring, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I guess once you see grudge typography, it's completely different. Like grudge mm-hmm. is like the spray painty kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So it's totally different. Um, but I also did find an interview with David Carson, who's apparently known as the godfather of grunge typography, um, which is like I was saying, the 90s typography, spray paint, graffiti like type. But mm-hmm. there was a question in the interview and it goes, quote, design seems to be in a place where it's bending over backwards to be accessible and easy to understand with standardized system design for platforms. How do you feel about that trend towards uniformity? End quote. He goes, answer. I want to say horrified, but that might be a little strong. That's why there's a lack of great stuff out there. The effect (laughs) is that things get glossed over. People aren't drawn in. Everything looks the same. There's no visual clues that this is something special or that you really need to read this. Designers seem to have gotten really lazy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yes. So he's really just like, y'all are lazy. Like, interesting. (laughs) I was like, okay, David. I definitely feel that with like type designers. Like when you're watching um, the abstract documentary on Jonathan, mm-hmm. he is like very like meticulous, and he is like, you know, like a lot of sketches and like, he like definitely printing out all of his type and like making sure it's very like exactly how he wants it to mm-hmm. be. And a lot of measurements and like a lot of research and stuff like that, and so it's very like intense. But then there, like, there are other type designers who like mimic more artists Mm -hmm. than like type designers that are like super like 
it's almost like there are type designers that are like mathematicians mm-hmm. and like, like the precision sense that like, is key yeah mm-hmm. precise and like um i would say that um what's his name that created avenir i can't oh, think no. of it <laughs> i'm drawing a blank um frutiger right mm-hmm. adrian frutiger oh, how could you forget the name i, I know. can't believe i forgot it <laughs> um like he seemed very meticulous mm-hmm. like he seemed like he is a pro at his work and he totally. was like very exact but then like like if you watch paula sheer um i don't know if she's created a typeface but you talked about her in mm-hmm. the um quote mm-hmm. but she was on the first season of abstract mm-hmm. and like watching that episode of her like just as a graphic designer and um creating posters and it, she did create like the typeface for the public it seemed like or more of a brand identity but it seemed more like an artist like mm-hmm. she was just pulling things from nature like just kind yeah. of like getting that painter sort of mm-hmm. vibe and everything yeah totally. and she is a painter mm-hmm. um so there is i feel like a divide even in just like the type design world. yeah totally i Wild. completely agree but yeah it's very interesting learning a little bit about like the behind the scenes of the helvetica film so some strongly words strongly yeah wor- but strongly worded like- statements against Helvetica. <laughs> the film definitely was like isn't it crazy how you see a font so much but you might not know its name mm-hmm. that was like kind of like the vibe that i got from the film like just like raising awareness for type whereas like i feel like Hel- most people know Helvet- um, now i don't yeah, know about that's, tr- that's true that's true um but it was just showing you like how widespread mm-hmm. this typeface is used uh, and but like how like, many places it's used too. yeah it's but it's everywhere. not supposed to be a typeface that you like notice mm-hmm. obviously like that was the swiss intention that was supposed to be simple and like honestly forgetful because <laughs> it's just trying to tell you something yeah. quickly it's not trying to be like lobster fun. where it's like ooh. <laughs> imagine if all signs were written in lobster <laughs> <laughs> what, what a, a time though. Well, I have some other where where it's seen things. All right. So in 1978, the Eagles, they had a Please Come Home for Christmas album. And the name Eagles is written in Helvetica. Fun. In 2018, Ariana Grande's Thank You Next lyric video. Uh, Hell (laughs) yeah. Yes. You know how it's like kind of like cutouts of different um, pieces of type or like, and it makes up, it's like a like a burn collage kind of yeah yeah exactly so a few of those um letters are in the helvetica wow <laughs> crazy i love how people like found this out <laughs> yes i know right um in 1970 art for the monkeys single release of hey hey with the monkeys hey, it was hey, used the there monkeys. and i was like so they used that or used helvetica do for i know that fun art fact. it's a fun fact my uh family did a christmas card and it <gasps> took like the monkeys song Aww. and we rewrote it that's cute in 2000 you, do you have a little uh, it was like hey excerpt? hey we're the home writers <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> please tell me you have a copy of that somewhere. <laughs> i do i have it Aww. i'll show you it. yes please do <laughs> In 1991, Amy Grant's Heart in Motion um, um, <laughs> only <whoa>. features Helvetica. <laughs> Amy Grant? Yes, Amy Grant. It's all, her whole album cover is t- just Helvetica. It's just Helvetica? It's Helvetica and Helvetica condensed, which like she's like, ooh, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Whoa. <laughs> yes, so go Amy Grant. This Love is you. wild. Um, <laughs> Amy yes. Grant. 
<laughs> and Bruce Springsteen, his Born to Run album used Helvetica. Oh, it's really like a lot of people goodness. were like, let's just use Helvetica. Why not? It was also used in Coca-Cola ads in 1969. It's seen in the It's the Real Thing ad. So. Ooh going crazy stevie wonder he used it on his album art in 1972 crate and barrel which i didn't realize their logo is from helvetica mm. but fun fact the c is like um a custom c Ooh, yeah so these are hard yeah so it's very similar to helvetica but it has like a slightly different twist wild mm-hmm in our good old Dunder Mifflin copy paper packaging used in the, um, <laughs> this, uh, you might not have heard of this TV show, but it's, uh, it's pretty new. Oh, I know. The Office. Oh, um, yeah. Tell me more. You should watch it. It's like on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, what's Netflix? <laughs> what's Netflix? Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> but they use Helvetica oh. as well as Impact and Ariel, which we covered in an Impact episode. Um, it's it, which I, Every day, drive by the corporate building. Helvetica apparently is used oh, on their it? packaging. Oh, mm-hmm. should we go get an? I mean, <laughs> if we have to. <laughs> um, but brands that use Helvetica in their word mark, there's a long list: Lufthansa, American Apparel, Panasonic, Harley Davidson, Target. Whoa. Which I was Whoa. like, what? Um, Toyota, Motorola. Nestle, Oral B, BMW, General. So there's like a really wide range: General Motors, J.C. Penney, Jeep, and North Face. I'm like, oh my what? Yeah, basically. So everyone. like literally everyone, which is crazy because they all like. I think of. I mean, obviously, I associate the product with the name, but it's just like they all have a different vibe to them. So it just goes back to say, or to show you, like mm-hmm. literally anything can use the same font but still have a different meaning. Yeah, exactly type Honestly, is powerful yeah in this type i feel like it's powerful mostly because i mean it is everywhere but it's not really like the most noticeable thing mm-hmm. and like a lot of brands probably use it because like they don't want it to be like super friend center mm-hmm. totes or just that it's clean and like simple <laughs> you know so true crazy clean type is in guys clean, clean type is type in. is in um well let's break it down real quick break it down break it break it down break it down and we can uh bring out some wine <gasps> Ooh, do yes. a little font pairing yes guys i you know every week i'm like I, you guys deserve a great font pairing. So this week I have a ooh, special ooh, treat for y'all. Let's do it. Let's do I it. I came up with three pairings, which is like, what? Jess, who are you? Are you okay? Are you feeling well? Yes, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting I'm off great. with a classic pairing. And this is with, and you're going to be like, Jess, this is nothing new. Um, Future Bold as the main I just put it in bold. It's like the main heading paired with Helvetica. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to show Emily so she has a little little taste of what we're doing. Wow. I and love I just it. think it's nice. You know, uh, they're both sans serif and usually yes. I go for the serif and sans serif. But I just think just the um, future is very symmetrical and whatnot. So it just pairs well with the legible Helvetica. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Both are very legible, but they just added 
both add a different flavor to the mixing. So my next pairing, I titled it Bold Pairing. And this, I don't know how to pronounce this typeface, Boochery? Boochery. Boochery, I don't know. But um, at work we used it for a client's packaging and it was really, really cool. So I was mm. like, ooh, fun. So Boochery Block Bold is what I have as the heading and then below it pairs with Helvetica. Ooh. Probably just Helvetica Light. Um, Butchery Block Bold, if you look it up, and I apologize if I'm butchering <laughs> Butchery, <laughs> but butchery. feel free to correct me. Um, but it's just nice. It has a really cool, Butchery has a lot of fun little slants going on. So it's like a nice combination with Helvetica, which is more simple. Um, and now we have my third pairing that I came up with, and it's called the Contrast Pairing. And I called the contrast pairing because it is a sans serif and a serif combination. Whoa. The serif being Rockwell, slab serif to be exact, and then Helvetica light, just as a nice little contrast. Fun. Yeah. So those are just some it. three pairings. You don't have to use them. I won't be offended. But if you want to, <laughs> send some pics. <laughs> yes. Please do. Um, whoa. I feel like we're we're getting some... <gasps> some oh breaking gosh. news the jazz music just went <laughs> <laughs> whoa whoa okay um i think sandy from oh san diego my. has some breaking wow. typography news oh, to girl, share share with us hi that's right <laughs> it's me sandy from san diego reporting live <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. um this week we have exciting crazy a little political type Ooh. news so this week, it looks like Rudy Giuliani, president's <laughs> lawyer, decided to write a letter that indicated that he will not be appearing or providing any documents for this week of October 11th. What? So a couple weeks ago. But <laughs> this letter was written in, can we guess what typeface people? Comic Sans. No. That's right. What? A letter written from the president's lawyer, show is written completely in comic sans signed and everything <laughs> in comic sans i repeat the letter is in comic sans wait sandy you're breaking out <laughs> comic sans people uh sandy that is that's completely wild like i, I can't don't believe it i don't I understand really what are people saying <laughs> Well, Emily, people took to Twitter like a firestorm. As one does. <laughs> as the font was quickly trending on Twitter the night of October 11th. Vincent Conner, the designer of the typeface, was once again pulled into the mists as he described how crazy it was that somebody in the president's office was using this typeface <laughs> <laughs> for a document. He Jeez. is quoted saying... That it's like, not only am I going to refuse. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, this is a quote from <laughs> Pentagram, um, the design firm. It says from Michael Burrot, a partner at the design firm Pentagram, says, It's like, not only am I going to refuse to submit these documents, but I'm going to use a typeface that doesn't submit to the solemnity of the law and Congress and public institutions. Or maybe he just lights Comet Sands. It's hard to say. Few typefaces are this freighted with public opinion. 
whoa whoa sandy that is some interesting thank you so much for telling us that is wild i feel embarrassed that i didn't know about this but i very much appreciate you sharing this with us (laughs) (laughs) no i did like i read the news every morning like an idiot (laughs) (laughs) i do the new york times every morning helps me wake up and i saw this like a couple weeks ago and i was like whoa <laughs> like mind blown i was like is i she... should send this story to sandy and i'm mm-hmm. glad that so glad that she was able to came um, through broadcast live <laughs> just for us and her great newscaster voice <laughs> thanks sandy another great i will say though this article episode. is um it's from the new york times and it says hating comet sans is not a personality Mm. um <laughs> even the creator of the font thinks it's a joke but he's tired of the tweets and it talks about the letter that was written in comet sans from um giuliani's it was written by giuliani's associates um but then i read the comments and people are like comic sans has a place it's not a big deal to me <laughs> and this one guy says legal documents are usually written in times new roman not courier oh (laughs) who are you (laughs) one guy says you mean they didn't use dean bat's font to reply but they've obviously (laughs) attempting to tell us how sophisticated they've become (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) um oh the things people do in their free time love it crazy crazy type news (sighs) wow should, should we play a game? Let's just do to it. kind of like, you know, keep going. Because yeah. why not? We haven't played a game in a really long time. Let's play. I'm sending a you game. the link. So, fans out there who are listening, this isn't really a game where you're going to quite understand what's going on at the moment. But we are going to send you the link on <coughs> our Instagram. That way you can play yourself. But for now, you're just going to listen to us play it oh, together. So the gist of this game, it's um, made by Ironic Sands. Um, And it's like basically, so there's two options and you have to pick what's the original Helvetica. One is written in Helvetica and then one is redone. Or they're a logo that's actually done in Helvetica, but it's been redone in Arial to kind of confuse you. So you have to really pick which one is which. Because Helvetica and Ariel have been um, mixed up by many people. So we're going to play. There's like 19 questions. So oh my goodness. sit okay. tight. Um, I'm already swamped three. on the first. Actually, no, I got the first one. I think I got the first one. Ooh, American Airlines. It just confuses me because it's like Ooh, it I'm should be good. in Helvetica. How do you know you're doing good? Because you- it tells you after you press it. Oh, I got that one right. Sweet. There's certain letters that I know have like weird things. Oh, the crate and barrel one is up. Get ya. Oh, I got that one right. Oh, this is so interesting. I'm honestly trying to picture what I like and picturing that brand looking like. Yeah. Oh, Bassif. That one's kind of hard. Oh, oh, I okay. don't know. I feel like I'm doing pretty good right now. Oh. Mattel, that's how that is. Oh. Oh. That was oh. oh man, I missed the crane barrel one. Embarrassing. What? I know. 
the nerve the in North me. North Face is Sonic. Ooh. Hell yeah. Wait, this digital one is really messing with my eyes. Scotch. Oh. Staples. Staples. Ooh. Ooh. Target. Target Helvetica. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Come on, man. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I got oh, 13 man. out of 20, right? Wait, how many questions are there? There's 20. 20. <laughs> you just... My B. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm almost done. I missed I'm American Apparel. Creighton... Oh, I missed Creighton you Apparel, missed too. Oh, embarrassing. Doesn't that kind of, like, yeah. fool you? Cause the like, I don't think the C looks like that. <laughs> but I guess it does. I guess it does, but, well, like... Because it is the... You said a custom C. Yeah, it is a custom I C. But I, th I thought that it looked too custom. <laughs> Scotch, Target, Toyota. Oh, man. Do you think that... Oh, like, I'm really slacking in the last bit. Do you think that they should just, like... Like, everybody just do their logo and aerial? Yes. And see how many people notice. Oh, um, yes. Like, like a 10,000... Yes. Ooh, if I miss Target, I'm going to be upset what with if, myself. Ooh, okay. Think <gasps> about this horror I miss movie. Target. <laughs> Wait, I have a movie. Um, I have a movie plot idea. <laughs> okay, okay, let's hear it. Let's say you wake up one morning. <gasps> and okay. It's not like the apocalypse has happened, mm -hmm. but every typeface has disappeared what? except for Helvetica. Interesting. Or we could do something crazy, like except for Comic Sans. Wait, and so it's the only typeface ever. Wait, so what is this for? Sorry, I just this got is my invested horror in movie this. Plot. Oh, your horror movie plot. By the way, I got fifteen out of twenty. So oh, ooh, embarrassing. <laughs> rude. It's red. Um. Yes, I think we should, and then the lead actor could be Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> plot twist: the. What's the not the hero? What's the hero? How do you pronounce it? The girl hero, hero, heroine, heroine, Miley Cyrus. It just like really put them head to head. Cody <gasps> Simpson. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What if we say Liam is team Helvetica, mm -hmm. Miley is team Ariel, Ariel. Mm -hmm. and Cody Simpson is like, like universe protest. Or yeah, universe. or accident protest. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, and they vote to see. <laughs> vote if you want to see this movie. We will put it together. We'll call if them you, up. Yeah, please write in if you have any script ideas. We're going to start working on it yes. right now. Um, also, if you want to fund our movie, happily take Please Venmo. We, should we start a GoFundMe? Yes. No, because they take a percentage away of the money you raise. Do they? Please Venmo. Yes. Please oh. Venmo us at Just My Type Podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we only accepted Venmos by the $1,000. <laughs> so if you're going to do nine or uh, nine dollars $9 thank you <laughs> thank you in advance um <laughs> it's, it's fan funded this, um, this movie. yes yes what would it be called horror of type oh, 
a modern Helvetica. Helvetica. That's what it is. Like <laughs> with H-E- hell in all caps. Double L. Helvetica. H E double hockey sticks. Anyway, but that was our Ironic Sans quiz. Thank you to Ironic Sans for putting together such a great quiz. Yeah, please. We'll, we'll post the link on our page and let us know how you do mm-hmm. if you do better than me um we're venmo us you ten thousand dollars <laughs> listening to our podcast and venmo us ten thousand dollars <laughs> oh anyway right. thanks for listening yes um hope you had a have a good time with us oh how long were you sitting on that <laughs> like way too long <laughs> fun, fun, fun. um but remember to follow us on instagram at just my type podcast and rate us on, on apple podcast let us know what we're doing or just you know be like hey only five how's stars it going? thank you and only yeah only five stars yep all right but that's well, it for we'll Helvetica. hope you had fun we did Hope you had a Helvetica <laughs> of a time. Yep, what she said. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>